as we move towards the end of this lovely Lionsgate portal. It's been open from the end of July until the 12th, although as my lovely 5D mystics know, any one of you in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, 5D mystics, let me specify, you will have perceived and you will continue to perceive those energies. The peak and the years change, uh, meaning for those of you who pick on up, and it is based on your own relationship with the sphere of consciousness, which our lovely neuroscience community, the psychoeducators, and others who navigate the middle, the in-between, so they bring science and spirituality together. Some bring spirituality and science together, but it is important to note that we want data and the ability to sit with the silence is when you're married to the unknown and therefore not equating that you are a spirituality process in a human experience or that you are a human experience in the absence of a spirituality process but knowing you are a person. That's why I mentioned the neuroscience community because they talk about the self and uh, for example Patrick McNamara has shared where the self according to his research is allocated and that would be in the right side of the brain near executive decision making functions so i'm going to keep the psychoeducation to limit and one second i'm going to also sip my coffee mm. this is a special for my lion's gate special specials and we're going to have these types of piece of content because as we uh, always will have messages this is the part of some are for some, some are for others. And this and that is the beautiful land of the Enlightenment. So age your people. And so we can sit in that right side of our brain, dealing with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted with the words that I just used in the absence of using our left and saying, oh, she said spiritual science. They're the opposite. They're the same. Only the people who navigate life from the left mode are uh, dealing with information like this so the community obviously of ihp is going to be more inclined to have a handle on their right mode and then use the left for the verbal part so you don't feel lost in fact you follow along just quite fine this is also because you're not in the space of the adoptive child so people who have left mode on they have insecure attachment styles and they also uh, have a level of addictive behaviors or compulsive behaviors which they put into action depending on their story they will know theirs but there's the maladaptive responses once you're an adult so the adaptive child is a maladaptive response because as an adult you are projecting, so here's Maya land, projection of the monkey brain rumination. So when people think of events that have taken place and they don't actually uh, have the consciousness, the awareness, they're not in Purusha or Prakriti. Okay, so I'm going to keep that to minimum because the people who are adaptive children are not people that we need to understand they are going to be like you and I patterns that you get to familiarize yourself with because these are loved ones the part about their projection and transference will be very straightforward because they will be 
in a adaptive child emotional charge state and they will be in a safety behavior maladaptive response their trauma safety behavior means they're not present and they are not attuning to you and they're not resonating and they don't trust you they don't even trust themselves because the adaptive child has self-doubt and they create not only other situations but also codependent relationships and that's where it is not necessarily something that they will see as good or bad. They are looking for a type of secure attachment. Codependency is an aspect that we can look at from many different facets. We're not going to. I'm not sharing or channeling or speaking or addressing with a uh, personal development journey for those who need a good somatic sensory motor or trauma therapist, those individuals will know who they are and will be already getting that type of support because it's very important to a person that will want to live their inner and outer well-being to know how to relate to human beings, other relationship people, in a way that can create beauty. Okay, So I'm speaking to common sense individuals who understand that if you are emotionally mature, it means you can handle words. And I do not plan in any way, shape, or form filtering words when it comes to someone who's tuning in to 5d mystics enlightenment soul age group i mean if you really are in the enlightenment then there should be no issue here and if there are then you really need to go again visit other areas before you come and tune into enlightenment because a person who's in any sphere of spirituality and enlightenment will know the zen master story from sad guru and how love means moving beyond Opinions and prejudice, so where's the life sensitive? Okay, so as I say this, it's because I always do know how words attract all types of individuals who it's a good thing, but it's a good thing to be objective about yourself. That means understand if you have an emotional maturity, I can say anything I want and you're not going to be emotionally triggered. If instead you are, which is the word that people will use as... <gasps> you offended me. That's going to be something that is a-okay. As our lovely naysayer said, pseudoscience bullshit, self-help crap. Thank you for stopping by. Go tune in to somebody who does not offend you. And I haven't even began the episode yet, but this is where people are offended basically with anything at this point. And we are actually concerned with ensuring that people understand that you can spell out, I'm offended. And that's the fuck you, fuck you, and in those moments when these things take place, here's what happens when a functional adult is met with the how dare you, uh, you piece of shit, bitch, whatever it is that people will have. Uh, I've had one person yell at me on the phone. And as they completely just yelled, 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 and did not even give me one, one second, never will they. In fact, I'm pretty sure they never will. And it's okay because mm, I don't really have much to say to them. And that's with the knowledge that as a person, I totally take ownership and responsibility of anything and everything that they would have to say. I have no shame. In fact, that's the part. What I would say, they should have shame for themselves because they're a hypocrite. But that's, again, not something an adaptive child will do because when you project what you think is right or wrong upon another and then you justify it and you stand behind your little... I am right, and I'm going to point a finger and say, that's a whore, bitch, a liar, and the devil in disguise. It's so easy to use words like that. I'm not offended by any of them, by the way. So this human being, beautiful woman, beautiful woman, I, I, I'm pretty sure I can imagine every time, and it, it makes me a little bit sad because, you know, it's sad to know that some people don't ever grow up. But hey, 
it's okay. Uh, we actually did encounter our, our, our souls, our energetic sphere. So right here is where a 5D mystic will already know. It's all good. We brought to each other that which was for each other to bring. In fact, we served each other well. And for me, we could have stayed, of course, in communication. But they went a little overboard. And I may. They made some decisions that I'm okay with. Because, honestly, I don't need people like that in my life. It's too short to live to have people who are hypocrites and live in the Stone Ages while I'm living in 2023. And solo poly, might I add. So I'm already pretty sure what I am in the book of this person. And there we go. So it's okay to be a whore for some people when, you know, one, there's a profession. And two, let's learn to be grown-ups with words, shall we? Unless people do want to live in the Middle Ages, and some do. And that's okay. It's not here. So <laughs> that has cleared away any kind of debate. Meaning, if you're a 5 new mystic and in the Enlightenment, you're still tuning in. And if not, it was great having you. Thank you so much. So when you're a functional adult in 2023... And you know that there's a lot of changes happening. It's okay. Nobody needs to be offended. The only ones who are yelling offend, offend are the ones who are not really understanding how do we create conversations, not by yelling at each other and shutting or slamming doors. That's for sure, especially when these important topics come up. The part about making it personal. So let's get to that one. Uh, we all know when it's personal because there'll be a lot of charge. Like for me with humanity and any person being able to actually unconsciously love themselves. So see, my pain point, quote-unquote, is that every self, every piece of this lovely big ball of energy, every human being, when I meet them, they're beautiful. And as a person, not as anything related to, you know, spirituality, I learned of it with Sadhguru and I still am. No, none of that. I'm saying every human that I've ever met, I will be honored to have made their acquaintance. Obviously, if I meet them and they instinctively, I don't know if I've ever had that, but just let's put that to the side. What I'm trying to say is when I think of human beings, any one of the human beings that are out there are a piece of pure consciousness. And I can already imagine them in their state of purusha prakriti. So my heart actually breaks and understanding how straightforward it is for a person to achieve their inner well-being and how many ways they don't. And I don't laugh because it's funny. It's horrible. But let me put that to the side and get back to the community. It was just to say every one of us has a vision. And if you are connected in Enlightenment Soul Age Group and 5D Mystic Land, you look at humanity with the future and you're like, wow, it's going to be a fucking amazing future. And right now we're in the middle of a lot of changes and there's a lot of uh, annoying lions that don't know how to roar. A lot of them. And it's not because we have comedians who call solo poly or polyamory people whores. That's funny. We laugh at that one. I laughed when I saw this lady. I still laugh when I think of women who actually have told me that they didn't think at the time when we were potentially going to have an American president woman. I got women telling me, we can't have a woman. I'm like, what? Immediately I shut my mouth because I'm going to have to offend you if I speak anything else. Because the minute you're telling me you don't think a woman needs to be there, I'm going to say you are an insecure human being. And I do not want to trigger that fear because you're already insecure. I'm going to be a polite human being like my mother taught me and be respectfully uh, away at a certain point and just shut it. Because fear does not need anyone poking at it. Not to mention, where's your intellect? 
And where's the audacity to be coherent, by the way, years down the line when you look back and say, oh, no, no, but I was, how about taking ownership? So I will use me as the example. When I was a kid growing up, I looked at the whole thing of people taking their life as how dare you do that? What, what sin? But not in a way of they're going to go to hell. No, not that way. It was a how dare you do something like that? You were gifted this thing. You're never going to get it back. Like, and so as a kid, though, there was this way of feeling it. And one person, this is one of my lovely twin flames, they explained to me, and it was in the way they told me what they told me, that I realized how some people really don't want to live life. And it made me sad, but it also made me compassionate and realize, oh, shit, some people are tortured by life. How dare you think of that? You know, so this is the part. To me, the way that I conceptualized it is based on the pure consciousness, although I had been introduced to life with the concept of religion and God and all of that, and I'm grateful for my upbringing, honestly. I'm sad to see an institution not uphold Jesus' words, which are forgive them for they do not know, nor do they realize all-knowing, all-powerful. Apparently, they've lost complete sight of these words. But then again, it's not their fault when there's an entire institution, they've hidden books, They've made up stories. I mean, we got museums of creationism. They're denying Darwinism. Like, what is this? If you're excluding information, you know, you don't need to go back to the Stone Age. You're already living in the Dark Ages in your own world because the minute you're taking those poor children to learn about creationism and not Darwinism, you've created a bunch of people. No, no wonder we have flat earthers. Excuse me. I mean, I'm not surprised. I was surprised when I heard about this place and I said, what? And I was so shocked when they told me Adam and Eve was a story. I was like, why would they teach me a lie in religion school and then tell me that I need to believe? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You're lying all over the place. How do you think I'm going to believe anything you say? So this is the part of why it's only normal for us to have a bunch of people. It's not social media that makes people only in that little echo chamber. No, these people don't know who to believe because they are lied to all the time by people who say, we know everything, we know everything, we know everything. No, you don't. You fucking don't know everything. So start using that. We don't know everything and maybe we'll get somewhere. That's why we're actually needing that middle right now. Thank goodness for the five, the educators. We don't know everything. Here's what we know so far. Okay, so having shared that, I know where we're at with our lovely timeline, which is really awesome. So the future, it's going to be very bright and beautiful. Please silence those 4D people from your life. Meaning whoever comes to you and craps on the future, leave them alone. Let them do their shit. It's not even about not watching the media. No, you might be somebody who needs to watch the media. Maybe you're doing something good for the media. I hope so, because I can't wait for them to stop leading with the shitty what bleeds leads shit. And the drama, little music, I mean, who's going to come on? Let's get in there, get some new, new, new tunes in there so that we can stop having whatever horrible music they add. But my point is people of all walks of life are moving into and already here in the we can, we will, and here's how. And so they're not busy with the 4D people who keep on talking about evil that doesn't exist in the stone age and whatever else they're 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 doing um so right now in this lovely Lionsgate portal as every year august is full of these lines they don't know what they're shouting about because they're all over their own stuff and they're not even busy with it so that that uh, be 
and I'm talking to my lovely intuitives here because everybody else doesn't know any different. But if you're picking up on the collective, and you have been every year, it's the same flies with the wall. The ones who will get out of the freaking fly in the wall will finally see some breath, fresh air. It's not the majority because they've got their group leaders yelling all with them. So they don't believe in equanimity. Okay, the people that don't believe in equanimity, they are educators, by the way, as well. I mean, only the good ones are like, oh my gosh, what are you saying? No, you can't be in your sympathetic. You're hurting your body. I'll never forget that class. I wanted to hug that professor. And I can't believe that human being. They're even a therapist. And they're like, but we can't be equanimous. We're going to have to be in modulated bodies with our sympathetic. It's like, dude, what the, did you not learn what he just told you? And I'm horrible in anatomy. I just heard you're stressing your body out and you're saying we have to be in the state. Is there your mind does not understand what ventral vagal? No, that's the point. Modulated embodied people don't know that you can be in equanimity and still use your voice. Apparently, they don't know the difference. They haven't tried it out, though, because they don't care to try out an equanimous voice with a person they don't like and that they despise and that they think is horrible and that they dehumanize. This is the part. You know that your group brain will give you dopamine hits when you punish the people of the other side. Okay, so I'm going to disengage from right here, my pain point. Separation consciousness and shame cycle people who are not out of shame and they want to go around with their adaptive child throwing shit at each other and not letting people be themselves. This is Maria's pain point right here. You, you all lovely heard it. It's been my pain point since I can remember. And I'm actually really, really better at managing Kali with Shiva. You have no idea how it was when I was a kid. I don't even remember anymore. But I'm told the stories by my younger sister. So we all have our interest. Mine is you can be yourself. And I am here to share with those who want to be their self, not the ones who twist their nose and say that that one should not want to be their self. There is a reason for that. We're going to leave that to some other episode. Uh, for now, let's talk about my 5D mystics and the Enlightenment Soul Age group. So as you move into equanimity, more and more and more, you are able to handle the different energies, whatever your specific pain point is. So some people have the animals at heart. Some people have the social stuff at heart. Some people have the environment at heart. Some people don't have any of this shit at heart. And they're like, no, 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 I just want to live happy. I want money. I want money. I need money. Okay, so whatever the pain point is, not a grace here. Everybody has their own focus. Whatever your focus is, that's where you're uh, right now. If you are established in what you're bringing forth, what that means is if you're in alignment. Okay, alignment means that you know that people who uplift you are good. People who don't, they're good too. But you're going to have the people who uplift you always around you. And the ones who don't, you're going to be around them when they are around you. Very straightforward? Yes. Good. Okay. 24 hours is all you got. If you got a job or you got stuff to do, I'm pretty sure your social time will be limited. Therefore, what do you have around you? I'm going to say again, if you are a person who's 5D, this means that you at the very least unconditionally love who you are with your own flaws and imperfections. So who are you going to have around you? I'm asking again, I'm going to leave it silent so that people can think about that one. And then I'm going to move into you're also your own secure base. So this also means you know what tickles your brain. So you use what? Your 24 hours to do what? What are you learning? What are you watching? Who are you hanging around? What are you doing? Are you excited every day or what? What's going on? 
besides when you have a flu or a cold, and usually you're not going to have too much of that if you're actually living with your ventral vagal nervous system engaged. It's not a, uh, what is it called? It's not a, a one and done deal. You need to learn your nervous system's pattern, which you can do. I've talked about this before. So it's something called, you put it into practice, learning what it is to be a human version of yourself, which is just you, the human. So long story short, okay, what I'm trying to get at here is that near you, you have people who make you feel cozy and happy and all comfy to be yourself. And I have a lovely, lovely image in my mind right now and in my front face. It's one of my lovely cards. From the Oracle deck, it's the shaman's dream. And we have these two beautiful little mice. (laughs) They're hugging each other and they're in this uh, cute little... Fung, not fung, mushroom. I was thinking of the word in Italian. So they got this little mushroom going on. And it's like their little house in the male. I think it's a male, female. I'm going to give them genders. But they can be days and days for those of you who prefer just to have that. It just looks like one is bigger and one is smaller. Um, But you're right. It could be days and days. Although I'm going to say one has some feminine traits, softer traits. So more soft. Uh, the one with the more masculine traits uh, has wings. And so it's a two mice, one has wings and one doesn't. They look like little dragonfly or fairy wings. And the color is a beautiful red and pink and orange and yellow. So we got our lovely lower chakras, right? Right here, red, your root. Then we got sacral, that orangish, even though there's brownish, so there's our earth chakra too. And there's some roses, some pink roses. So it's a cozy image for those who like cozy. Those who don't like cozy, you're not feeling it. But if you're 5D, you're feeling it. So when you're cozy and you're looking to the future with the knowledge that the future is our planet for now and we want it to keep moving forward, and that's where mysticism doesn't stop at the stories for my 5D. We move into the future and science is what the future is and it will explain all that spirituality has discussed. It's not a competition. It's just called expansion evolution and the stars in physics. So quantum physics, I have yet to learn enough about that one. Okay, so with your lovely 5D relationships, you feel cozy and equanimous and you can be yourself. And so this is the part of where whatever from the past within your oversoul and your entire experience so far, I'm going to just use a couple of, uh, let's say, stages, even though I'm not going to label it stages, but what you will have at the very least processed, if you were in a shame cycle with Maya land and an adaptive child, and therefore you had the, the part of projecting stuff onto other people you will have regret you will have left behind certain things but you will have seen other things and you will have a lot of different types of experiences that you will have regret i don't have regret personally because i do things only with the word love and that's it and when somebody says you hurt my feelings i'll say i'm sorry and if i cannot make it match i will not be engaging in any way shape or form like the story i do not feel upset about that story there's closure for me because there's two sides to a story and I know mine and they know theirs and it's okay we don't have to agree and nobody takes offense on anything when you are your own 5d mystic and enlightenment so Adrian, because we don't have a shame button so we're all humans we all can make 
mistakes or are imperfect and we all really do know where we come from meaning what my intent is so if i intend not to hurt your feelings and you get hurt i can apologize but then i also know that you and i are not a match because i'm not going to be around you because we obviously cannot see eye to eye and i will not engage to try with some effort to emotionally bring you security and not my job to bring you emotional security that is actually not anybody's job. People just don't understand that to learn to self-regulate means you engage in your own secure attachment in your body. And they, they haven't gotten that far yet, even though they learn about it through yoga, Ayurveda, and all these other things that people don't understand. It means that you can be in equanimity. And I laugh because I think of all these people that I see, yeah, next lifetime we'll be together. No, no, <laughs> there won't be a next lifetime because you won't remember this one. And, and, and also the future lifetimes of people who are only doing spirituality, they're not going to want to come back because there ain't no uh, stories for them to talk about being a witch or whatnot. They're all going to be stories in the sense of stories, like when we learned about the ancient Greeks and Romans in mythology class. So I know people never in 4D plane like hearing when I say this, it's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you actually thought that science would not prevail. I mean, we do have the machines, uh, technology. It's not that it's monsters, it's people thinking of things and you know, organic stuff does die out. They, they had a very big, important conversation about the sun a long time ago where I got even yelled at because I was teasing and saying, well, we don't know. They might create something that has the sun live forever. So there's that. And then we learn about dark matter and dark energy. And there's that too. So infinite questions. That's the beauty of the curiosity of the human mind, which we all will have. And there's existentialism for you. And some of us have a really good time with it. The 5D mystics do. And the Enlightenment Soul Age group. So... While 4D keeps on misunderstanding when they're picking up the future, we don't. We know where the future is headed, and it ain't somewhere. It's in somewhere different. I'm going to leave it that way because as the astrophysicists have pointed out, it's going to be darker and not as bright because the sun will go out. So the reality is as dark matter and dark energy keep doing what they're doing, the universe is going to get darker. So it is actually going to look like the 4D pick up on, except for they're picking it up on as if it's evil and it's not. It's the future, which the stars are made of gas and this dark matter, dark energy. And I already know they're going to say they're making this shit up and they don't know everything and they want the ancients to win. So there you go. Again, closing the loop on those who don't want to believe that science prevails. I'm so sorry. Again, I didn't know it was a competition between subject matters, but hey, so, you know, the beauty about being a person who's grounded, even though I do admit to my lovely loved ones that are empirical, yes, totally pseudoscience lady, totally, yes, totally pink tainted, you put them all over there, I'm, I'm good with rainbow colored glasses, because this is what it is, but I'm definitely not going down the path of, oh yes, Vikings are coming back to life, uh, no, that's not my path, although I wish, but maybe one day, who knows, we'll find out, won't we, um, okay, so having fun yet, anyone? as our lovely Lionsgate portal again closes on out. For those of you who are educators, that means you care about other people, empowering other people with knowledge. So I'm assuming you're moving forward with that. And again, if you're a subject matter expertise is another area, whatever it is, you're pretty clear on how you want to move into the future so that you can support this lovely planet and humanity and anything that is your heart's objective. There's your secure base, right? As for your relationships, they're all in a space of safe haven. So you have people who love you for who you are. 
Now, whether they are also secure base or not, that, that's indifferent because you have colleagues to share your interests in. And that's the part of where, let's talk for a minute, of the ideal person for any person who is a mature, functional adult. And so no egos, no offended, none of that bullshit of adaptive children who, you know, seriously, it's not even funny how many people you meet that are so... Um, they're just so low on energy is what I'm going to say because they get rigid anytime their emotional insecure buttons get pushed. So the minute that happens is the minute we've met, like, you know, like when you walk on an eggshell and it's like, oh, shit, it cracked. Shit, let me step away from it. Oh, no, you know, like, <laughs> but we get very, we get very practiced, by the way. Oh, and I love this part. This is why, like, my divine masculine friend, when he's like, I know, I can see you got opinions. I was like, well, do you want to hear them, though? And this is where a beautiful friendship is born with that lovely divine masculine because they really do care about hearing my opinion. And they'll admit that they find something stupid. And I've admitted, yeah, I know they're stupid for you, but they're how my brain works. And so we laugh about it. So this is what I'm talking about. Safe haven right here. And not necessarily secure base, but then again, yes, because there's still the intellectual savvy interests that we have. For example, if I use this one lovely friend. So we come at aspects from complete different perspectives but we support and expand each other thanks to having a dialogue because we found a way finally they're they're able to trust so they got all of their little kinks and whatever they mistrusted out and that is where in time i was able to reveal i'm not pretending this is just who i am and they figured it out so they are able to be present attuned resonate and trust so the part and there is a safe haven relationship, so it's a secure connection. We have different attachment uh, styles, and we also have different ways we relate to humanity as well as how to address the being yourself. They don't agree with being yourself. For them, you change, you modify, you optimize. And, and, and at the end of the day, they're coming at it right there from a different angle, but we're both saying the same thing. We want to create a collective, a society that has inner well-being, outer well-being, that people can be in a space of safety together, okay? So we want to all create a similar environment. That's what you will always find when 5D mystics or not, just people, common sense people who care about humanity, they will want humanity to get along. They know it's one globe. Some are more focused on one country than others. Some are even more focused on one state or city than others. This is not what matters. What matters is your direct relationships. Again, we don't do politics, societal stuff, religious stuff. I do personal development. So I talk about various things, but my goal in any of our food for thought and channel guidance is for your emotional and mental maturation as a human being, becoming your functional adult. So your relationships and you feeling good to be yourself, following your heart, going with flow, da, 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 da. Okay, so having shared again this, and I will keep reiterating it in case we have any new listeners because I understand that some people's minds navigates elsewhere. I'm talking to people who want to improve how they handle themselves and how they are in their relationships. So how you use your mouth and how you can handle when you're meeting those adaptive children who are in other types of attachment styles and they're not going to be your attachment style necessarily okay so when they throw shit in your face how are you going to act you're going to act with equanimity if you're 5d anything zen masters in the zen tradition story forgive them 
to the non-disciples who are picking on the compulsive thief. Okay, so enough about that and back to our lovely relationships. So with your relationships, you are growing communication and it's enriching and it's cozy like the lovely image I shared with you. So people who are not cozy, the people who have left behind pieces of their own shattered selves and that are prickly, okay? So all people have a playground and a playground is big and vast and there are aspects that you will revisit as you walk around your playground every year, every day, okay? So when we're around the area of where we have had broken eggshells, they're going to stay broken. Imagine if you're barefoot, you're going to step on one, like in Home Alone, the dude with the tree and that uh, glass. So yes, we'll make it glass, but even eggshells are really a pain in the foot. Or even rocks, rocks from the beach. There's plenty of rocks in some of the beaches in Naples, and they're really not easy to walk on. That's why we have those shoes for the beach. Okay, so anything that basically makes it uncomfortable. And uh, those areas, they're part of our playground. And so when you are around those lovely groups of people or individuals or one individual, two, it doesn't matter. The aspect of equanimity and Zen mastery is that love means moving beyond and doing what? Loving it's beyond the prejudice and opinions. It's nurturing life beyond these things. A life is a person. So people who have the disconnected, preoccupied, or fearful, avoidant attachment styles don't know how to be their inner nurturer. And they don't know how to self-soothe with inner well-being. Okay, so just remember that. Which is why their adaptive child leads the way until maybe they get into either good therapy or somewhere notice their tone, start to work with themselves and lead themselves through maybe yoga practices and or other things to their actual ability to get out of Maya land. If they do that, then we got a person who awakens from, for example, fearful avoidant, has their defense mechanism, their nervous system, fight, flight, freeze, engaged with the attachment system. So they have a fragmented sense of self because they want to attach, they long to have a relationship, but they also have this, I'm not safe, and their body's actually in this conflict, and they will have a lot of other aspects that come up that are overwhelming from their own households because it will have developed from abuse or neglectful households, okay? And they will have had a shame, heartbreak, gut wrench to dissolve. So these individuals will reject any compassion. You get compassion, what they say is you're evil because I'm defective and now I'm going to prove it. And they go down a path of really just the shame Teflon bag rejects anything that shares with them compassion. Because it's only if the adult is able to sit with their body sensations in enough time to get comfortable and then realize they're not a piece of shit all on their own as a person. And, you know, again, when adaptive children are leading the way, they're going to project their idealized type of parent. And they're going to look up to those people that they project all on their own because they will have created, uh, we're not even going to go there in Maya land world because it's a sad story for those of us who are pure consciousness because we see right through the bullshit. And so we will have gathered when people are taking life 
and refusing a cup that they're being handed. And I'll use a random example from one of the definitely number of people who has not in any way, shape or form moved out of karma land or dharma land, they're meaning maya land, excuse me, they're nowhere near dharma. In fact, they all on their own have been told that their third eye is blocked. And I was like, you know what? It's so true because they have no introspection whatsoever. So to not create a full-on disclosure of the story, one, two, three years, three years of channeled guidance specifically for their actual romantic love life, okay? And in all of the three different separate channeled guidance, these are not paid because I do not do that unless you are doing personal development. These tools are not going to be in any way, shape, or form in that, you know, we have universal love transmission sessions. That's for um, those who want to donate. But when people that I love or that know I do tarot or Akashic Record readings, I say, you are not going to pay me unless you commit to a three or six month journey with me on personal development. If you don't do that, then I can consult and give you guidance without taking your money because I don't want it. Because you're not getting anything out of it except for channel guidance that then, you know, usually, in fact, this is the part they don't put into practice because they don't hear it. Adaptive children don't hear what the grown-up tells them. And that's because they're in Maya land. They only hear what they want to hear and really they distort it all. So it's something that is very challenging for us to encounter, but it's so... I was a teenager and I realized it. As an adult, adults didn't show me anything different except for those who are actual adults, I should say, excuse me. So true adults, definitely very different. Um, And in fact, we'll talk about the true adults in a little bit because they're the cozy ones. So the true adults are the ones who know we're all flawed and imperfect and we're all a beautiful bunch of rainbows. And so they're okay with being fucked up because we're all fucked up. And then again, we all aren't because none of us are fucked up if we're actually out and contributing to society. So the people who need help are the ones who don't even bother going to get help and they have those unfortunate addictive behaviors and then they become extremists and that's another boring set of people that we move away from because yeah anybody who wants to go extreme on me (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna have a child in my life to be a pain in my ass honestly um you know it's really what we really don't like is people becoming hypocrites. And so when I was smoking and people would quit smoking and they'd harass me, I'd be like, dude, fuck off. Like, seriously, I'd take it from my non-smoker friends. I'll be like, okay, fair and square. From the ones who were ex-smokers, I actually sometimes, I'm going to blow it in your face. And I'm going to say again, fuck off and stop being a hypocrite. You're an asshole. So I don't care what your excuse is. Don't be an asshole about it. Uh, It's one thing if you have never chosen to smoke. It's another thing if you were a chain smoker and you're going to come crap on me and give me a hard time. So the part about the middle, uh, it's very much something personal for people. Some people allow themselves to be pushed around. Others don't. No. Especially when we're facing, again, people like that. Uh, There's no way in how we are going to accept that. And thank you to my yoga instructor for making it clear that the yoga people, Ayurveda, the somatic experiencing, a wise human being, will know it's the relationship you have to the substance. It's not the substance. So let's get it straight, shall we? Adults get it straight. It's the adaptive children who are still subject to their own blinders that want to know, but it's the substance that makes you do it. No, let's stop pointing shame, blame, fault, revenge people games. They're not even fun games. So again, when we're facing any of these people, we just say, okay, let's look away and move away from you as soon as possible because you're making life a lot more 
not fun for those of us who know how to have fun and you don't. And uh, you are a know-it-all. <laughs> so long story short, the three consults were to disengage that the fulfillment of what was needed to be fulfilled with the relationship was satisfied. Very straightforward, to go and be independent. And in all three cases, apparently the uh, answer was, but no, but no, but no. So when somebody is reacting that way, uh, there's your blocked third eye, and there you go. And there's the part of then having the destruction. So lo and behold, this year they had a tower moment. And it was not a beautiful tower moment. And they did not awaken from their Maya land. No, they're still special from some planet. I don't know where. And they are the actual victim of it all. And they're manipulating. And they're not the only one. So there's a group of people right now. And, you know, here's what happens when you manipulate and twist things in a certain way. Um, I don't even know how to explain it because it's not even important. It's as Sadhguru points out, life will give you an opportunity to walk life with your two legs. And some people, they choose to walk with one leg because they have their way of ignoring. And you know, what's really sad is when people add to their uh, little life in ways that are completely, and again, sad for those of us who see from the outside. So I'm going to leave it alone because every person makes their choice and that's where it's at. The future is not for us to say for those individuals, but that's what a karma wheel is. And so there's people who just stay their adaptive child. It's my land. They project their insecure emotions and they seek out to have relationships. And those relationships are not of adults. They're all independently depending on each other to give these thumbs up and thumbs down. So their body doesn't meet their own ventral vagal nervous system. They don't integrate the mind. They don't have the ability to notice their patterns because they choose not to see them. They don't choose to dissolve shame because they actually do not um, see that nobody in the equation has to be held as right or wrong. And this is the other part. So they don't choose to just look with equanimity. They choose to point a finger and blame another human being or blame life or blame this is shame, blame fault. This is why the trauma stays unresolved. Because the challenging moments of life don't get processed by the adults. So they don't move into integration of the mind. They don't move into secure attachment. Secure. Okay, so some people are going to be over there. They, they don't make a difference in your life or not. But like I was saying, they're eggshells that are broken. So sometimes you're going to pass near it because that happens. Or they're going to come throw it in your face <laughs> because they want to. No, it's because they actually are seeking a little bit of um, support. Because inside their body, these individuals are tortured by life. And that's very sad. So when they come around, we're not tortured by their eggshells being thrown in our face. We're like, oh, that person, come on over. Let's see, how is it going? Oh, really? Oh, that's another eggshell. Oh, wow, hold on a minute, let me clean. So we feel bad, but we are not like, oh my God, I'm so uh, pathetically upset because you're, no, we're, we're not in that. We feel sad that they're upset and we know that they can feel better. And in fact, we're like, we hope that everything moves forward. So we have a compassionate tone and this is why some people with eggshells don't come near us at all. Because our tone is only compassionate. 
and they're not going to get, oh my God, I can't believe this happened to you. So they don't like that because they're actually seeking the, oh my God, what happened to you? So there's two or three or more types of people. The ones who come near you again, usually it's because they're, so the ones that want to get a bit soft because their life is harsh, others, they think they can tease you. That's a funny one. I love those ones, man. When they come around, they have clown faces on. <laughs> so they come to have a good laugh with the wackos. That's what it is. The 5D mystics, for some people, were whack jobs. Again, they tease our pink-tainted glasses. You know what I love even more is when they come in pairs and they think you don't know anything and you can tell from the tone of their voice <laughs> that they're kind of teasing you. It's really cute. So we have all walks of life again. And that's the beauty of being able to be Zen masters in your own playground on a personal development level, okay? So all your family, all your friends, you, whatever words you use, I use loved ones. I do have to use family because I know I have a family that, uh, but my family is extended, meaning friends and loved ones are family too. And as we close on out on this lovely pre to last day, even though, again, we're still going to have the Lionsgate portal energies follow at least a couple days after the 12th. And there's like some full, oh, the 16th is a new moon. We got another full moon at the end of August. August is full of energies, man. Every year, this August is amazing. I mean, sometimes those people who are not here, they are definitely all, but other times it's really beautiful. Um... So, as we move into a place of coziness and ease, the ones who have moved out of their blinders, they are settling in their newfound secure bodies, okay? So, those people who moved out of, whether it be a disconnected attachment style or a preoccupied or a fearful avoidant whether it was on their own or with the help of a good therapist, doesn't matter. So some people, they're moving into becoming and being their safe haven, secure base. And so they're moving into relationships with those types of people. And they're figuring it out. And so they're consolidating the relationships that lift them up. They're organizing how to handle the ones with the eggshells, whether they throw it at them or not. And they're sitting very much in a cozy, cozy space. Some people have partners that are life partners. So those people who are all 5D mystics, we had a, some, a couple episodes on that one. We'll probably have more. They're able to support each other to feel good about all of the mysticism. So like for me, when I talk about my dreams and my clairs, the people who take me seriously, I have some of them. They are beautiful, I have to say, that they allow the aspects of channeling and anything to be cherished. And as a Reiki master, they love also Reiki and that part. And so having people who appreciate and are grateful for us is very nice. That is one of those aspects that creates a partnership as the appreciation of those different personality traits and uh, also knowing how much we care and so when people are present attuned they resonate they trust right our quirks get highlighted as not quirks so if we ask can we talk they say of course we can talk or am i bugging you of course you're not bugging me and there's consistent uh, allowing of you to know that 
by their activities. And that's the part of also accepting for those of us who are secure attachment, we understand how to accept the other attachment styles. And that's because, again, when a person's aware of their own self, they know how to say, you know, these things trigger me. So sometimes I might actually act like an asshole and that's it. And uh, part about understanding that we have a different love language and that would be something very important for you to keep in mind with attachment styles. You can, of course, present. So some people, they are wanting a type of partnership. Those people are not in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. What I mean by that is if you're a person who is uh, able to add to your life, you're not going to go around telling somebody how they must behave for you. So if they're a disconnected attachment style, you're not going to say, hey, guess what? I found out. This is what I think you are. I think you should go and do this. Okay, no. <laughs> That's not how it works. If you're enlightenment, so age group material, uh, you're going to not say a word and just figure out how to understand whatever it is that your emotional and mental stuff is because it's a journey of everybody gets to be their own self not let me tell you who you should be that's not what life partners for enlightenment so age group are so we're independent people we don't need to be reassured of each other's love love is automatic because it means that you're in your integrated mind with your ventral vagal state engaged which means you be you i be me and that's where you go wherever the hell you want and I'll go wherever the hell I want. And if we come back together, it's because we want to, not because we have to. And that's where we don't actually set any type of plans anywhere because for all we know, you're not going to come back and we're not going to sit around and wait for you and we're not going to expect you to have to tell us anything. And so this is where it's not in a way of being upset. There is a way of being a fully safe haven, secure base of yourself. It's called being a person who is a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group or simply a 5D functional adult in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. And it's a person who loves to be with people. And okay, this is it. It's you have an attachment style and I might and some people don't even need to know that because they're okay with never ever talking <laughs> or talking sometimes. We understand we all have patterns of how we feel comfortable. The part about being intrigued by each other happens without any effort when people love to be in each other's business because they're intrigued by it. And so here's where, let's say we got a disconnected attachment style. If they at some point begin to miss and or want to hear from and or, you know, again, engage with they're going to have in their mind something pops up and they're going to be engaging with. That's it. Preoccupied learns how to calm down at some point or another in the long-term relationships that they're in because they eventually figure it out. They will come back. The shoe's not going to drop. The fearful avoidant, they also figure out it's safe to love here because they're consistently the same as I've seen for a long, long time. It's time that enables people to see what is genuine and that's where secure attachment people were always genuine the ones that are consistently here as again integrated minds so you're safe to be yourself all on your own because you don't feel the need to have thumbs up from any human being on the face of this planet parents included 
let alone somebody who you'd even bother using the word because even here partner what is that so there's no partners because you don't know when people will decide to hop on out or hop on in the unknown is tomorrow so this living in the flow of now is the real deal for the people who tap into a consistent enlightenment vibration with the infinite higher human consciousness potential it's a very interesting journey we'll talk more about it we've already talked a lot about it uh, the difference is that you're a 5d mystic and so that might be reserved for our paid subscribers because it does relate to your oversoul and your actual uh, personal relationship with your oversoul so this would be channeled guidance for people who need it not just anyone and other than that what i can share with you is even though some will say it's you going to heaven and hell and back and da 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 it's not really any of those things it's simply put accepting when eggshells get thrown in your face or shoved down in your mouth and really again it's a figure of speech for saying when you meet adaptive children again they're not choosing to have their unresolved trauma come up the projection of their nightmares are not their actual physical choices that they do consciously choose to use words with people yes and that's okay because again when somebody is nasty hurt people hurt people they're not hurting luckily those who are not hurtable because we understand intuitively something has to have happened that has broken your heart and or made you so upset inside for you to be in a state of so much upset our bodies communicate so it doesn't matter what our minds might not understand and this is my lovely love cycle people you already know what i'm going to say our heart understands every human heart knows heartbreak and that's all so what we do know is that we're not going to lead to more heartbreak so again no matter what is going on we're not going to respond to nasty with nasty because nasty needs love the zen masters we say it's good what what's going on <laughs> it depends but that's the part of where we don't actually do anything except for be present with compassionate eyes and eyes that say are you okay is everything okay <laughs> do you want to talk about this what, what are you so our eyes will always speak a truth and it won't be the eyes of those who are not in a space of pure consciousness the 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group only knows compassion it's purusha prakriti so unconditional love is purely unconditional love and there is a deep knowing every nervous system communicates and the ones that i'm talking about are the people who do have the ability to self-regulate in ventral vagal so we know when we're meeting a heart that is not in a ventral vagal so we're going to be like oh what the hell is going on here because something's off like not in a way that oh my gosh i need to do no something's off let me hug you let me speak to you let me see you let me touch like what's the deal that's why again uh the people who move out of these attachment styles because they become aware of them it's because they become aware of it with compassion towards themselves that they begin to learn how to inner nurture their own self the right way and to get out of the addictive behaviors compulsive behaviors maladaptive responses safety responses to their unresolved trauma so whether it's with a therapist or not people who begin to say wait a minute my behavior is not matching what i want to bring forth into my relationships and that's why they get mindful about their relationships and about themselves so those people they're doing dharma at this point they're realizing they have a handle on whatever attachment style they may have 
and or whatever it is, they're able to speak words and they always say yes to, can we talk? Of course we can, let's talk it out. And there is a conversation happening between adults and passionate, loving, there's no egos getting offended. No, no, this is the fuck you, fuck you and we're laughing together getting passionate together, getting into major intellectual conversations together, whatever it is, it's all enriching, it's cozy, remember it's cozy, so the people with eggshells, they're not the cozy, they're, they're the ones who we learn how to say, it's, okay. it's going to be okay, we, we share with them, it's going to be okay, so right now, as we close on out, what we're looking forward to is the everyone being their self, and being able to have fun together, and bringing that to the table and then moving forward with more of the lovely, lovely energy of co-creators, 5D educators, mystics, the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, infinite higher human consciousness, potential experiences in the practice of us as lovely people. Let's bring it to each other and support this lovely planet. Have a great day.